Welcome to the View Tourism Podcast. I'm Koji Bento Williams. The View Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. In today's episode, recorded at this year's World Travel Market Landing, South Africa's Minister of Tourism, Patricia Delay, talks the recovery of SA's tourism sector, women empowerment, SMME support, and airlift to South Africa and the continent in general. She debunks the assertion that she is killing the tourism industry and will crack the whip at corrupt officials and the mining investigation processes of South Africa's tourism industry. Minister, uh, can you tell me your impressions of the WTM and South Africa's participation? Yes, it, it is my first participation in the WTM and I'm very impressed. And I can see lots of and we've got lots of competition too. So obviously you have to update your products all the time. And, you know, South Africa is known for safaris and Table Mountain. And what we've been trying to do and illustrate here is that there are a lot more on the cultural feed, gastronomy. Um, you know, also we, 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 we're also promoting Africa, the continent. Uh, I think, yes, we can have competition amongst ourselves as African countries. But the brand Africa must be must be first. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, if you don't mind, tell us the state of tourism. You took you took the docket seven months ago, as you said before. Our yeah. interview. How how is tourism in South Africa? Policy wise, uh, numbers, uh, the industry Well, I was able in the past six months uh, to deal with all the policy issues. So the first thing we did in consultation with the private sector. We have developed a master plan for tourism for implementation with clear boundaries and roles and responsibility for the private sector and the public sector. I believe that the role of the public sector of government, we must create the conditions conducive for the private sector to grow and to create more jobs. As government, I must deal with all the regulatory um, uh, stumbling blocks, uh, legislative stumbling blocks, uh, some compliance issues. And, and that is what we've done in the past six months. Very consultative, engaging with the private sector. In fact, I used to say to them when I came in, Oh, I'm here to listen to you. I said, but please don't complain to me. Because it would be very unfair to complain to me. I'm only here for a couple of weeks. But if you have the solutions, I will walk the path with you to find those solutions. So we are doing very well. We are on the up trajectory all the time. With 6.1 million visitors just for the past eight months. Uh, I still think it's not enough and we can do better. But the issues that we have to attend to, one is air access. We need more direct flights into South Africa and into the continent for that matter. So the continent must also sort ourselves out 
because it's very difficult to travel within the continent. And then if we can also deal with the, um, the visa conditions in the various countries. But now that all of us have signed the Africa Free Trade Agreement, on the commercial side, but you're not only moving goods and services, you're moving people. So tourism will play a key role in the Africa Free Trade Agreement also, to promote both tourism and, and, and the economic side. Okay, great. And again, uh, on, uh, on that point, one of the things that, that has happened, and, and it's uh, evolving very fast, is obviously the visa uh, waivers that we on the continent of Europe, yeah, we see Kenya, yes, Ghana as well. Yes, and uh, what is the update on the e visa rollout? Because it had some challenges as well. Yeah, the e visa, yes, we acknowledge that we had some challenges there. The Department of Home Affairs have simplified the application form, um, they've also appointed more adjudicators that can. Uh, process the, the visa applications faster. We are not where we want to be yet, but you know, technology is also evolving. Um, we've added another 34 countries to the e visa uh, system application, and um, of course, we are negotiating with another 10 countries to look at visa waivers. So it's an ongoing process, but for now we've got more than 132 countries in the world uh, where they're not required to have a visa to enter South Africa. So the countries benefiting from there, it's the UK, the US and Europe, and, 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 and about 34 African countries. Yes. Now, for SMEs, women empowerment, uh, I see you're very passionate around these uh, two yes. topics. Uh, have you put in place or are they uh, running programs that would uh, reach the gap that we have now? Yes, many businesses took a long time to recover after 2019 and some of them even closed. So from government side, we have made 1.2 billion rand available uh, with a tourism equity fund. And the intention here is to put 80% of the tourism equity fund into existing businesses. Put equity in there and allow them to grow. They can't stay small forever. And then the other 20% we will be using to start up incubators, new startups and, 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 and help new businesses to begin. So that is the investment that we have made. So the, uh, the SMMEs will get a grant from government. They're not going to pay that grant back. But where they need extra assistance, we've now brought in the commercial banks to give them favorable loans. And not only the commercial banks, but also um, the financial development institutions, the development banks and all of that. And then once we uh, have approved the application, we, we walk the whole journey with them. And, 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 and after that, we continue to be um, mentoring to make sure that this business succeeds with a clear bias towards women-owned businesses, uh, young people, 
people with disabilities uh, because we want to bring them into the mainstream of tourism. Um, I will already uh, recapitalize the Tourism Equity Fund for the next financial year. But it's a good illustration of public-private partnership working when we pull our resources together. Yes. Okay. Uh, finally, last but one question is uh, around, I know it's only seven months, but you came at a time with a lot happening at the South African Tourism, uh, and this week there was a, a publication or a, a tabloid sort of saying yeah. that you're destroying the South African Tourism, and you said you're destroying corruption. Yes. Do you think there's a pushback in trying to streamline or, yes. or assess what's supposed to be there? There's definitely a pushback because these corrupt people, they have perfected the way in which to steal undetected. And, and the way they've been doing it, some of them, is that when government procure anything, we pay 10 times, 50 times more than the market value. And that extra money goes into their pockets. So I have clamped down on um, uh, the, the corrupt. I have put systems in place that can detect corruption, that can prevent corruption. So the, the space is getting smaller. But also because I discovered that uh, there's a corruption hotline. For the past three years, all the corruption allegations that came in on that hotline was never even investigated or touched. And I said, my brief in life is not to run after crooks. So we engaged the services of the Special Investigating Unit in South Africa to investigate each and every one of the claims. So those people that are fighting back they know that their names are in there and that we are coming for, for, for them. Uh, I'm hoping to get a report uh, from the Special Investigating Unit by the end of the year so that we can start charging people and start getting rid of them. So it, it is a fight back. But what I'm happy about and what I want to uh, thank uh, is the, the private sector. The private sector has came out and said, this is our lot of nonsense. She's not destroying tourism. They've never had a minister that's so consultative and engaging with them. So I'm not deterred by that. You know, I've been a corruption buster for my life. And I fear no one. I only fear my God. And those ones who are corrupt that has been stealing our taxpayers' money all these years, I'm coming for them. I want them, I said, watch the space. You want to play dirty? Because you want to continue to steal taxpayers' money, I'll expose them one by one. It's coming. I'm just waiting for that report from the special investigator. So I'm not worried about this. Not at all. Okay. In terms of South Africa's leadership, finally, yeah. uh, in Africa and, and, and uh, in the world, around uh, tourism, what are you looking to, 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 to impact how tourism is done on the continent? Because at Indaba, you challenge your, your colleague ministers and say, yeah. we cannot just sign this, it has to happen. Yes, exactly. Do you have a roadmap? 
You know, I had to do a lot of research and reading up when I took over the portfolio. And it's amazing how many memorandums of understanding, memorandums of agreement were signed over the years, but no implementation. So my challenge to all the African leaders is that we owe it to the people of the continent to implement these agreements, you know. They shouldn't just be on paper. And the key one for me that we need to dust off very, very quickly is the single aid African transport market. It's been signed years ago. Out of the 54 countries, uh, 34 signed for it. Um, and now they are waiting for the others to sign. I said, no, 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 no. If the others have not signed by now, they will never sign. Let's forget about them. Let's move. Let's move with a group of countries that have agreed to proceed with the single excess market. And out of the, the, the 34, there are currently 17 that are ready. That are ready to roll. So I'm going to convene a meeting of all the ministers of transport and tourism uh, together. And we're going to agree on an implementation plan. And that's why I ask for the help of WTTC, because I think they will be able to help us to convince some of these African leaders about the value that air access can bring to the countries and to the continent, yes. And yeah. finally on Brazil, you mm. say you're going to lead a campaign to get South Africans traveling to Brazil? Yes. And, 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 and other way. What's, what's the end again, coming from BRICS and the relationship? Yes. Are you looking to enhance your marketing in Brazil and Latin America? We, we are very happy that our own SAA started flying to Brazil, Sapol, on the 1st of November. And that's good enough. So what we need to do now is that we need to create the markets. Uh, because the airlines fly because there's a market. And therefore we've agreed um, that we will have a joint marketing. Not only marketing uh, tourism, but also trade between the two countries and that was about two weeks ago and I said I want to see an action plan and yesterday we signed the action plan with the Minister of Tourism of Brazil um, because I don't want us just to say come to South Africa I want South Africans also to travel to Brazil uh, so that the planes don't go back empty so I'm, I'm very excited with the plan uh, we started working on it immediately. And I think that's what I want to do with all countries. You know, get an implementation action plan going and stop just talking about what we need to do. Yes. Thank you, Minister. Thank you.